there. Welcome to Twins Tonight. Tonight. Woo! We are just such wooers. Oh my gosh, we can never stop that wooing. It is ever. In our DNA. Oh my gosh. DNA, DNA you mentioned. DNA. Oh my gosh, how cool. Guys, so hopefully you guys know. Well, I was about to say, hopefully you guys know that Liz and I are twins and that we're likely identical twins, but heck, we actually don't even know that. So you guys know we're twins. Well, we're, we're twins. And for today's episode, we're identical twins, okay? Yeah, we're just putting on an identical twin hat. Yeah, yeah. Because honestly, we're not a thousand percent sure, but we do look freakishly alike to actually be fraternal because essentially identical twins are awesome. They share 100% of their DNA because they basically have both their maternal and paternal DNA. Whereas fraternal twins, they're essentially have similar DNA to one another, such as siblings would have similar DNA. They have about half of their moms, half of their dads, but a different percentage of what. It's it's a whole thing, but essentially fraternal twins really are just as similar as one would be to one's older sister or older brother. Or younger. Or younger. Or all that. <laughs> all, all that all jazz. All that jazz. But essentially, fraternal twins are not 100% alike. They're, they're, I mean, 50% alike, but also just like your siblings would be. So Liz and I are very, very similar. So on a usual basis, and especially for today's podcast, we are putting on the identical twin hat. The identical twin hat fits kind of nice, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, we are cool. And I feel like twins are cool topics in general just like i don't think about twins that much because we are twins and it's pretty rare and it's pretty rare you don't see that many people in the media that are twins and mm -hmm. i feel like a twin is a good fun fact in orientation camp for college i might have heard someone's fun fact was them being a twin and i remember that always just being like whoa because that's kind of rare but anyway i'm saying this because Maria and I actually, maybe a little shamelessly, started watching Bachelor in Paradise. And there's no current season, if you guys are wondering, if you guys are Bachelor fanatics and think you missed it. No, we decided to watch, like, season three. It's a really a random, random one. season. Like 2016 summer? Yeah. Yeah, it was 2016 summer. And it randomly played after we watched something. It just came up. Yeah, it really just, I think it was, like, Hulu loaded a suggested episode and it started and i think once it started we're like okay this is our new show and maria had just gotten her second dose of the moderna vaccine and she was feeling really tired and worn out so you ended up going to bed like pretty early and i was like yeah guys at like 9 p.m it was cray cray and i just wanted to keep i didn't want to go to bed that early so i decided to keep watching the bachelor in paradise episode and i kind of got hooked because of drama but the casting of the couples, two of the girls, they were identical twins. Well, I two of the girls. There was one set of identical twins. And in the show, they always show a promo at the beginning, introducing the faces of paradise. And Haley and Emily, the two twins, were not referred to by their names. They no. were referred to not as twins, but as the twins. This season, I just was constantly scrutinizing and like watching them and watching how their dates went down mm -hmm. and maria and i we at first they thought they looked very similar mm -hmm. but we quickly found that they were different yeah for sure they had nuances that made them able to be told apart especially if you got to know those nuances much like liz and i much like i really think every identical 
pair of twins in this world, they do have those nuances that make them able to be told apart. It's the reality. You can tell identical twins apart, yes. guys. You can. You can. If you need to hear that again, you can. You absolutely can. You put the energy into it. Tell and, them apart. And I specifically remember, I want to say it was Haley that went on a date with a guy that claimed that he knew the difference. Uh-huh. And this was the first that date. That was Emily. Okay, maybe it was Emily. I swear, I, at that point, I did not even pay attention to the kind of, kind of I really didn't even pay attention. But okay, so Emily went on a date with a dude, and he insisted he knew the difference. And that was the first date among either one of the twins. Basically, none of them have been on a date yet. And they thought it would be so fun if midway through the date, they switched. And the other twin filled in. So Emily was replaced with Haley, and this guy was just trying to kiss Haley. And she was like, ah! But she didn't say anything. She didn't break her cover. But essentially, it was really disheartening to Emily because she really thought she liked this guy that well, insisted that he knew the difference between them. But yeah. he didn't. She literally sent him home. And maybe some people would be like, wow, that's intense because he just met you guys. Maybe he doesn't know those nuances yet. And fair, I, I totally agree that it takes time to get the no- to know those nuances. But he promised them. He, he did. And when I was watching that date, because again, it's Bachelor in Paradise. You watch everything, almost. And they were talking, Emily and the, the guy. And then when Haley switched with her, they Haley had a completely different body language. I just looked at her, and she even sat down kind of stoic, because I think she was trying to give off a and little bit. she was bit. really nervous. And she was a little really nervous, and just... Even like her posture, it was just so obvious that it wasn't the same person who returned. But also, it's obvious because it's that whole dramatic irony. Like, you know what happened. You know what's going to happen. But the other person on the other side of the screen, they don't know. But it's just crazy yeah. because his eyes were just like glued on Emily's like physical appearance. The whole time. So, yeah. so and then Haley he- switches and they are hanging out for a while. Like immense like eye contact, body contact. So I'm just like confused how he didn't notice those nuances because their faces i mean guys if you look at them side by side there's a difference in face shape length nose there's differences right anyway guys this may not be interesting if you don't watch bachelor in paradise but it should be interesting for anyone who is remotely interested in twins because it just was a very interesting and accurate portrayal of how they feel because it was a huge turnoff for both emily and Haley when that guy couldn't tell the difference and even going forward in rose ceremonies they took each other they took in each other's opinions and thoughts mm-hmm. and decisions so i found it very relatable yes so relatable and you know our podcast twins tonight we created a kind of as a platform in which liz and i can talk and discuss about things we experience as being twins and also about life but we found that other twins can relate to some of our content. So much so, actually. And our good friend Jacob, who, if you haven't listened in a while or if you haven't listened to the episode in which we've talked about Jacob, I feel like we've talked about Jacob a lot, but Jacob's our good friend and he produced the music that's at the intro and outro of our podcast. And he's a great friend who has moved temporarily, permanent. I mean, like he's, you know, it's all up in the air for him. But he's right now in Mazama. I always want to say Mazama, but it's Mazama, Washington. And when we came out with our podcast, it had been very close to when he moved. Because he moved in October. Mm-hmm. And then we came out with our podcast in October. Yeah. 
around during that really big transition he helped us out he did he did help us out right before he was moving he was helping us come up with this theme intro outro anyway he has been listening to our podcast consistently almost i think while he's been living in mazama and he works currently at a slash the grocery store catch-all store it's really cool what he's the, they make a, good sandwiches. A, a catch-all store. I want to see pictures. Like catch-all, as in like, no, you know what you mean, like the store. The store. And there's like a bakery, and like they make really good sandwiches. It, to me, it sounded like a local. Oh. Like, I think, I think Jacob. Like all food or can you buy like screwdrivers there? No, I think it's mostly food. Because oh, he said there's okay. like a version where you can get everything else, Household like different. Stuff, maybe. But he's describing it, I think, almost as Whole Foods but smaller niche, but everything is like local, super Aww, good that's cute. and healthy. Anyway, he is a wonderful supporter of his podcast. And when he's working at the store, he is meeting so many interesting people. And one of his coworkers is actually a twin as well. Her name is Abby. And Abby started listening to our podcast and is enjoying it. And she shared this podcast with Celia her twin sister. And actually, Abby reached out to Liz and I over our twins tonight email. <laughs> Message us, guys. We're lonely. Um, but I mean, do you check that email? Not really, but <laughs> I would more often if you guys talk to me. Anyhow, mm-hmm. Abby emailed us and was just saying how, OMG, I'm a twin. I listen to the podcast, relatable, fun, fun, fun. And it was so cool, guys, because we created this podcast just as entertainment for us and our close friends as a passion project so it's really cool that twins from really all over the country these two individuals are from the state of washington but anyhow we struck up an awesome email convo email convo and then eventually a nice text convo and we realized how cool it would be to interview abby and celia about their twinship and their twin experience so Today, Liz and I are actually going to be interviewing Abby and Celia. Yep, it's more than just the two of us talking now. It's going to be Abby and Celia. And we're really excited because hearing diverse, different, or the same feelings about this twinship we all kind of live in is going to be very interesting. Yeah, I'm really excited. So let's call them up. Hey, Abby. Hey, Celia. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, so nice to be talking to you. Hi, I'm super happy to be here. Oh my gosh, awesome. Okay, so Abby and Celia, again, we're so excited to have you guys. Before we get started with some questions, we would love just to kind of get to know you guys a little bit more. Our listeners get to know you all. So if you guys want to just give a quick intro, that'd be awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. <laughs> I'm, I'm Abby, and I'm currently on a gap year um, working in and living in Mazama, Washington. And then I'm going to the University of Colorado Boulder in the fall. Ooh. And... I'm Celia, and um, I'm Abby's younger sister, as it, <laughs> as it be, and I am currently a freshman at Northeastern University in Boston, and um, I'm a chemistry major. Oh my gosh, how fun, Celia. That's so yeah, fun. I used is. to be chemistry, and then I really escaped that field, but it's such a fantastic field. <laughs> I love chem. I just, eh, it wasn't for me. I know. I'd love to ask you about chemistry, but that's not what today's about. I'm just a huge like science nerd, so I'm just so supportive of the chem. Yes, of the chem. Yeah. Um, but okay, well, Abby and Celia, well, you guys are are separated, but we're really happy you guys can join us on the podcast, and you know maybe this will bring you guys closer together, even though you 
you guys are already close together and you have a great relationship from and what pretty, we've gathered. We're pretty close, yeah. <laughs> and we're excited because you guys are identical twins, which is going to work so great for this podcast. So Liz, do you want to go ahead and ask her first question? Absolutely. Hey, Abby and Absolutely, Celia. Absolutely, Abby. Celia <laughs> Lucy. <laughs> What? <laughs> How are you just feeling? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, that was close. That was pretty Absolutely. good. I, don't know. I thought that was actually cool because when Liz said that, I was like, "Did you do it on purpose?" Ah, uh, I get where you came from because we're very punny, so I could see why you <laughs> thought that I was trying to be funny. We try to be punny. I don't know. If we're... We try. Yeah. Okay. So, Abby and Celia. I'm so happy that you're here and that we're absolutely doing this. Um, definitely didn't mean to. That was on purpose, Maria. But um, <laughs> how would you guys describe your bond? And maybe what is unique about it compared to some of the other relationships? If you guys possibly have another sibling, you can also talk about how that how your bond could be different from that relationship, too. Yeah. yeah. So we always describe it as like having a built-in best friend. Like, mm-hmm. that's how, I don't know, we feel like we're always, we always have each other. And I don't know, it's pretty unique to have just like a sibling who's your exact age and you can relate everything to because you've grown up together. And we do have a little sister. So there's the aspect of us like ganging up on her <laughs> sometimes. Oh. Right. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's just how siblings work. But yeah, there's definitely like a, a very strong bond between me and Abby because we just spend like as much time as possible together. Yeah, and, and we we grew up for the first eleven or twelve years we shared a room. So we were together even when we were like asleep and you know, talk before we went to bed. And yeah, our, our younger sister is she's four and a half years younger than us. So that's a little bit of an age difference. I mean, we're, we're close with her. And I think we our relationship has definitely grown, grown stronger when we were all living together in quarantine. But um, it's definitely a special kind of stronger bond between Celia and I. Right. I, I, I do think there is something special about sharing a room, you know? I mean, like, you go to bed at the same time. And I mean, you talk your ear off. Yeah, I mean, like, it's really hard sometimes to go to bed because I feel like our minds are always running. And I don't know if it's the same with you, you both, but Maria and I, we share so much with each other that we don't run out of things to talk about. So even sometimes, like, going to bed will, like, will prolong we'll that forever. we have a billion thoughts, and we'll be like, we need a consult. Yeah, <laughs> Well, I was going to say kind of like the opposite. Like when we shared a room, we we also shared a room sophomore year briefly. Um, junior year. Because we had a host brother. Junior, junior year. year. Just kidding. Because we had a host brother. So I had to move out of my room to make room for him. Um, and then that way we would keep each other in check so that we wouldn't like go to bed too late. Like we would make sure that we each got to bed like oh God. on the earlier side. Just so we could hold each other accountable. Yeah. Yeah. That is so important. I okay. love that about I love that about you guys and about life, about the twinship. The twinship. Um, would you guys consider each other's best friends? Or yeah. Best? Yes. Hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> Same. Okay. Awesome. We need to interview a lot more twins so we can come up with like a statistic where like, yes. About yeah. blah, 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 it'd percent. be cool to do a correlation with fraternal identical. That's just, that's a that's that's a large sample size. How necessary. do we seek that many identical yeah. twins? We have to put a national survey out. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. <laughs> Maybe that research exists. Okay, yeah. thank you guys. Okay, so for another question, how would you guys say distance slash time apart 
affect your relationship with one another? Um, well, we definitely talk less and then obviously talk less than if we were living together. But Celia, Celia was abroad in her first semester. She was in Ireland and there was like a, an eight hour time, eight or nine hour time difference between us. So when, but it, it was always like a priority. She knew when I was mm-hmm. and when I wasn't working. And so it, it would be like, you know, mid afternoon for her and morning for me. But those days when I didn't have to work the early shifts, like we would always FaceTime and talk for like an, I don't know, anywhere from 10 minutes to, to like two hours. Sometimes we would just play games on our computers, but have the FaceTime like sitting on just so we could be in each other's presence. Oh, love yeah. that. Yeah. We'll, we'll literally FaceTime about nothing just to, just to, just to see each other. That's inspiring. I love that. Do you guys think that maybe the distance that make you guys closer or just say like you guys maintain the relationship? It seems like you guys definitely do a lot to maintain it. Um, do you think you guys at all, like with the distance, like d- were driven apart in any way? I don't know. So. We weren't driven apart. But I think that, I don't know, old people say this to us, but I think our appearances might start drifting. Like we've looked mm-hmm. pretty similar our whole lives. But I feel like if we spend enough time in separate environments, I don't know, Celia wears her hair shorter. She has for a really long time. But I feel like as we go into adulthood, this is sort of just a, a hypothesis that we might start looking different. From what I've noticed, Marie and I, we, yes, we had different hair links, but it got to the point where maybe one of, we got different hairstyles and some because there were trends and one of us liked to trend more than others and then we kind of pushed each other like when maria was like you know i kind of want I, i'm kind of interested in bangs and the previous year i thought about bangs but i decided not to get them because i wanted to like, dye my hair and i thought it'd be like too much change but maria has shorter hair and i thought like bangs would just look so good on her so when maria just voiced it for a second like i'm thinking about it like i was like maria do it Dude, I think it looks yeah. so great on you. It was exciting. I think it's partly because she was, like, supportive of me in general, but also because the idea of looking different is, like, probably attractive. Like, would you guys say that you like the idea of looking a little bit different? If that's, like, what you want. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's definitely easier. Like, people have told us apart, like, by our hair length for a while. So it, it's just, if we yeah. decided to, like, so, for some reason, have our hair the same, it would just make it harder for everybody to tell Yeah, and Celia has... She has two piercings on each ear, and I don't. Well, mm. it looks like I have my ears pierced, but they closed up a while ago. But the holes are still sort of visible. So that's uh. another thing: is she can wear all these really fun earrings, and I just—that's not something like in my facial area that that is um, recognizable. So that's another thing that tells mm. us apart. Oh. oh, I mean that—that that actually could be effective though, depending on your earrings. Because Marie and I like some wonky, funky earrings. So, oh, me too. Wearing, right? I like crazy earrings. Oh my gosh! Oh, yes, yes. Celia. Girl. Yes, if you got it, wear them. Um, <laughs> well, a question I actually had from something you guys mentioned is like individuals will tell you guys apart based on hair length and with Celia's earrings. Did you guys ever? get offended at all that some people could only tell you guys by your hair length or did you guys ever have expectations for other people saying oh my gosh how could you not know the difference I don't know what was your feelings about that because I know me and Liz had sometimes like offense taken when maybe we shouldn't have had offenses taken but yeah plenty of scenarios I don't think I don't I don't think I ever took offense because sometimes sometimes our parents still mess us up yeah 
And I, I tend to wear more makeup than Celia does, for sure. And but, but like, if I don't have makeup on and she also doesn't have makeup on, then I can mm-hmm. totally understand wh- that we do look really, really similar. And so I don't take any offense if people can't tell us apart. Yeah, and I don't take offense because I don't, like, I still, I'll see twins and I'll be like, I have no idea who's who. Like, a few of the sets of twins in our school. So, like, I wouldn't want, I know it's a mistake I make, so I wouldn't want to, like, Mm -hmm. be mad at somebody for making the same mistake when it's really nobody's fault. Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. Makes you humble. That that's that's amazing. That's a beautiful thing. We're growing on. We're it. we're really growing on it. I mean, we're very forgiving people, but it's just the fact that, like, we have family members that even when like we had shorter hair, longer hair, they couldn't tell the difference between us, and we're just like, look at us, just look at us, like for a second, hold the gaze, just look at us. <laughs> so sometimes we get bothered by it, but you guys are right. Like, uh, I appreciate it. You're teaching us to be more forgiving. Celia Abbey. That's a beautiful thing. Okay. I I love this. And we're moving on to another question. And it kind of ties into what we're talking about. So in general, do you guys find that you guys get associated together? Like maybe it perhaps and it's, it's depending on environment, like maybe around a family gathering, you get associated together. How is that experience? This maybe association that you guys are partners, twins, like one unit, possibly? I think for sure we get thought of as a unit. Our parents sent us to this like outdoor nature camp that we both really, really hated. And it was like, you know, maybe a week long. We were just like in the woods. And, and at the end, the parents come and pick up their children, right? And the counselors, um, you know, present each camper with, I don't know, like a small book about nature and then like, speak to the whole camp about how great they are and everybody got their own individual presentation except for Celia and I who were presented together ah and Uh. I don't I didn't I don't remember thinking much of it but then in the car ride back our mom was like uh like I'm a little mad that they didn't present you guys individually like your individual people and I was like oh I mean we ate it a little bit because we're constantly together when we live together like in in japanese class celia we partnered up for literally everything oh yeah for like there was she could not separate us we we did every single project every single presentation together so that and and we walked to class together and we were on the same dance team and you know all that stuff so we're constantly together which i think aids the idea of us as a unit I did not remember that story. I like that is not oh. in my memory at all. But um, no, thank you for re- that's a good example. But like that's so weird about being in college, like without Abby, because that's like I have to tell people. Like it's not something that they automatically know. Like we so went cool. to whatever high school with the same. We grew up with like people in our neighborhood for eighteen years, and they knew that we were twins. And now I'm here, and I'll mention like, oh, my sister, and I'll be like, oh, older, younger. And I'm, and then I say, oh, twin. And then they think it's so cool. But it just it's weird because they associate, they think of me as like my own person instead of part of a set of twins, which yeah, is just some, a new, new thing. Some of my coworkers are still learning that I have a twin. And I've been here for four months. And yeah. sometimes it just, it doesn't come up. 
three and a half months in and you have to and then I tell them about my siblings and then they're like oh the younger I'm like I have a twin and a younger sister and then they do the whole whoa oh my gosh wow I feel like it's so interesting because it almost feels like when you separate and you go and you have these different life experiences you almost wait to reveal that a part of yourself because you it was always so apparent that you're finally in a situation where it's not so you're realizing that it may not come up for a while and that's fine it's kind of beautiful but then it comes up for me really easily even when I started working because they're like fun fact and I'm like what's more fun than having identical twin exactly for the all the icebreakers all the icebreakers we have to do I'm like I can finally use the fact that I am an identical twin as a fun fact because nobody knows whatever icebreakers I did in high school like that my fun fact would be like I'm left-handed like that's not very fun but that is fun now they don't know they don't know that I'm a twin so I can like use that as part of my introduction I'm really curious because I've been thinking a lot about nature versus nurture so do you guys consider yourself similar based on your nature like the fact that you guys are born identical twins or do you think it's based on your nurture it's the fact that you guys maybe dance together share a room together went to school together have the same upbringing right or do you think it's a combination so yeah, i'm gonna let you take this one that's first. a crazy question that i've never been asked before yeah. um well <laughs> yeah i think i would have to say n- nurture like the way we were raised in such close proximity and doing soccer mm-hmm. together and dance team together and everything under the sun together um i think that's what made us so similar i don't know what would have happened if we'd grown up and have you seen that movie there's these twins that grew up one is like in Paris and the others I think American and they were separated at birth and then they find each other and they're just completely different people even though they're like like genetically identical it was crazy so I don't it's kind of hard to wrap my head around like how maybe we could be completely different people if we'd grown up Mm -hmm. in different households Um, but I think it has a lot to do with uh, the amount of time we spent together, like doing activities. Um, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, the, the way you answered it is the whole, I thought of it in my own head because I was thinking about the situations where they're switched at birth or whatever. Um, but we're actually, and there's always those twin studies is when they do those mm-hmm. experiments about nature versus nurture, it it's, could be a twin study. And I believe really in upbringing and in nurture. And like, as Marie and I grew up sharing a room, doing karate and gymnastics together, being like having similar meal times, going to the same school. So I guess you'll never really know, but I, I like the way you thought of it. And um, yeah, Abby, do you see it a similar way? Yeah, I think nurture was definitely the leading factor in, in how we're so similar because, well, yeah, genetically, genetically identical obviously but like I, like I was saying earlier about us maybe starting to look a little different or quote unquote grow apart if we're when we're separated in adulthood like that that would have obviously started earlier if we were separated in childhood which we weren't so we're so similar because we were raised together right. and now now we're going to leave the nest and do our separate things and maybe start to be slightly more different 
great. I love that. And I mean, definitely psych studies, twin studies have shown that identical twins separated at birth did have a lot of similarities, much more similarities than fraternal twins, which never, there's a lot of twin studies that say that because there is a genetic component to like a level of your personality, elect a level of your intellectual capabilities. Like a lot of that is genetic, but also I want to argue that your genetic predisposition is, is, fed and grown through your nurture so and i think it's really hard for us to even wrap our brain around it but definitely i think i with y'all sentiment about nurture i definitely fully agree but i definitely think there is a nature aspect that we can't really understand yeah but even like from being identical twins that already went through college granted we did not go to different colleges i think it's awesome that you guys are doing your own thing and staying like still close together but even like studying Marie and I never lived together our four years of college. We mm-hmm. not in the same building. And we definitely didn't go to college together. On purposefully. Yeah, on purpose. It just kind of what happened. Um, but yeah, I started to see us differentiate more in the quarantine. We're back to living together and we definitely do so many things together. But I've been seeing like different things about each other pop out. Mm-hmm. Like even like the way we react to situation is different, a little bit different. And I'm, I'm thinking that could have been based on, like, our semi-time apart in college. Because, I mean, we could see each other every single day if we wanted to. But, like, it definitely wasn't the same consistently of seeing each other like it is right now. Because or it we're was for together. 18 years. Yeah, or it was for 18. So, um, yeah, thank you for that little insight about your nurture. I've been just thinking about nature versus nurture because I think it's a very interesting thing that as twins we can kind of think critically about because we're in a unique position of having someone that could be exactly like us but maybe is maybe is not yes and so another question i have for you all is what would you guys say is your favorite thing about having a twin and maybe also your least thing about having a twin okay i think my favorite part about being a twin is at this silly mentioned earlier having a built-in best friend and so yeah talk to about literally anything and um we we have the same sense of humor i think and we read the same books and we watch the same movies so we can there's always things to talk about which is fantastic and we don't we don't facetime every day but we could but we still communicate like we'll text each other or like send each other stuff on instagram stuff on instagram and it's stuff we know will make the other one laugh because we laughed right. at it. Wait, did you see what I just sent you today, though? I couldn't watch it with sound because I was I was listening. It's to really funny. Listen, Maria's okay. podcast. It's really so, funny though. Okay, okay. Oh. So and, meta. I love it. <laughs> and then, and then my uh, least favorite, I guess, sometimes being regarded as a unit is mm-hmm. is not the best thing because we are our own individual people but like I said earlier like I'm not gonna get super mad about it so I don't think I don't think there's anything I hate or dislike about being a twin but there are some small annoyances Ah, good good word yeah I was gonna say for the favorite the same thing the built-in best friend and then Abby I thought you might say for the least favorite like the comparison which is like kind of close to the oh, unit yeah. thing but like oh, yeah. you know just I don't know you we get our report cards in the mail we open them and they're not exactly the same and then oh whose GPA was higher blah 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 and like 
it's not really necessary. Like we're we're individuals. It's not necessary to com- like pit each other against one another. But yeah, it like, happened like, sub- subconsciously. I was like, the captain on the dance team, and Celia wasn't, and everyone, everybody would be like, "Oh, how does she feel about that?" Oh, like, I was like, "Actually, didn't, I didn't, didn't want, want to be." Yeah, so I'm fine. Captain, so she feels fantastic about that. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's so fantastic. Yeah, so there's that aspect, but and I, I mean, once you start school again, it might come back with the grades, but it's fine. We know. Why now. would we compare grades? I who it's I don't. <laughs> I'm trying to make Sprint words thing. out of this. Um, it it'll just happen, you know, like subconsciously. Like we can we can actively try and not care, but yes. it might be like floating, yeah, floating around. I think it'll always be there. Like our grandma will always come up to us, and she'll always say, "Like, okay, so who's the person that I can reason with and get your opinion about something?" Or she's like, "Who's the one that's good with money?" Like, like which one? So which one can I ask about this? And we're like. We are both brilliant. Just tell us. (laughs) But, okay, so I have to say about the grade thing. So when Marie and I were in high school, probably just like it was when you guys were in high school, you probably took the same classes because high school offers limited classes. And Ian took the same standardized tests. And I remember Marie and I took always the same thing. And Maria performed always a teeny bit better. The only time I ever performed better was on a few AP exams, but which are actually counts, which is incredible. Okay, sure, but at that time, I was like, F that, I just want a high GPA, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, but, and well, and I remember it was to the point where when I was applying to college, I was so scared because Maria and I looked so identical on paper that Maria has a higher, like, like her um her ACT was higher by a couple points and I was like that's gonna be it um we were gonna like also treat as a study to see like twins that apply like whether they take both of us whether they don't the sample size is quite small the sample size is really small you can't make the correlation but Okay, but the point of this is that Maria and I eventually studied different things. I came in first as chemistry and hers biology, and we took a lot of intro classes together. Um, never at the same time. Never though. at the same time. So there was less comparison. But then when I switched to public policy, the way we were, we were performing, like, completely didn't matter to our, like, to our parents that much anymore or to each other mm-hmm. because we were taking either things at different times like not the same semester or we never took the same things so I then like did not give a flying frick about like how I did on my physics exam yeah, it, like, took pressure right like, I knew I failed and, like I didn't care because like <laughs> yeah. who the heck cares <laughs> it was really bad though actually physics was the bane of my existence no calculus I have to take it. I've never taken it in my life and I have to take physics this semester I just ordered my textbook I don't really know what to think we'll see oh, no, like, I, I actually like physics yeah. you got it Celia you thank you it. it's gonna be okay because okay. I took I took physics senior year and granted it wasn't even AP and it was so fun Okay, well, yeah. apparently my professor throws things across classes to prove a point about physics. Oh, yeah. But I was too. just going to say, like, Abby, we might, like, we're probably both going to be STEM. Like, obviously, I'm in STEM. But yeah, I feel like I'm you like, will, too. I, but I feel you're a, definitely not going to be 
51% chance I end up in a STEM. Okay, but you're, I'm just like, I cannot see you as a chem major. Like, you don't want to be a chem major. I will not be a chem major. So we probably won't be taking similar classes, you know? Yeah, that's why I asked, that's why I asked, why, why would we compare grades? I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway. Okay, great, great points. Yeah, actually, do you want to correct that? Physics, I really hated, but it's because I was in the middle of changing my major and I was like ah. in thought of changing my major. So I was like, why am I continuing in STEM? Like, it was like, the, it was like my life, but like my first semester <laughs> college, I took calculus and that was the worst experience of my entire life. Like, the worst experience of my life, Maria. No, I know. you. That's why when you told me that physics was banning your existence, I was like, no, calculus was. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I wish, I wish I liked it. I think it was my experience, like my my professor, yeah. I know some people like calculus, and I just, I'm baffled. I'm just baffled. I'm just baffled. Okay, guys, thank you for answering the, your all these questions so far, and, and I just want to close it out with, do you guys have any funny stories or anything that has happened in your lives that apply to your twinship um, cause I know you, you guys have listened to our episodes and you find that they're relatable, but we always like to incorporate fun twin content. So like throw it at us. So oh excited. Okay. Now I'm trying to think of all the funny, relatable things you've said and share our own. Celia, do you have anything off the top of your head? Well, I was just, we were talking about this, um, just the twin cards. Like, I feel like for every set of twins, it's so relatable to be able to ask the questions. Oh, identical. Who's taller? Who's older? So, our little business card that we created just saves so much time, and it gives everybody the answers they all need. That we're identical, and we're 22 minutes apart, and um, I'm taller, but Abby's older. Like, it just yeah. Wait, Liz and Maria, I'm curious. Is which one's who's older? Can they ask um, me twin questions? Right. Yeah, let's, let, we, so we know your twin answers, which I already forgot. You said Abby is taller, Celia is older. No, other way around. Good. Oh, good, goodness, good, goodness. Good. Okay, Abby's older, Celia is taller. Liz, I am older. Um, Maria is not taller. Are you taller? I, I want to say we're the same exact height, which is so fun. Maybe we're maybe off by a fourth of an inch. I'm not 100% sure. But Maria is 11 minutes younger than Liz. Yeah. And we don't really hold it over each other at all. But um, but I have And to... when I say Maria, I'm talking about myself. Yeah, I do that in third person a lot. I do that a lot. Third person is real. I also wanted to say that, yeah, you showed us your cards. And guys, when they say they had cards... It's a legit business card that's like well printed. There's color, durable, wallet size, wallet, <laughs> right? And like, I mean, it's a, a very hilarious card. I mean, Maria and I are like older now, but I don't think we're not that card anymore. But, but that like, would have been a great idea, even when we went to Georgia Tech. That would have been so funny to hand out around campus. Pioneers, yeah, you guys are pioneering the twin field, everyone. Oh, thank you. We we little, try. We really do. Little twin business cards. I've never heard of it. Like, this is amazing. Also, yeah, from our podcast, like, pro the pros and cons episodes, did you guys ever relate to any of the pros or the cons that we posed in the episodes? If you can think back far enough, because I know you've been listening for a while. You, you might have to remind me, and I'm sure I can, I can say something. Wait, 
Are you right? We're trying to think of yeah, that too. I, yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> Where we did see the Bill and Best Friend, accountability, which you brought up, like accountability is going Sharing to bed. Sharing the Fuji Apple. Sharing the Fuji Apple was like a big one. Yeah, so when Liz and Maria were discussing sharing a Fuji Apple, it reminded <laughs> me that when Celia and I go out to restaurants together and we look at the menu and we don't talk to each other, we always end up deciding or having trouble deciding between the same two items so each of us will order one of them and we just put them in the middle and we split them and it everybody is happy and we get the best of both worlds you get the best actually but that's truly a huge pro that wasn't in our episode or maybe it was was it because i feel like no we the sweetie splitting the fuji apple was but the sharing thing like going to a restaurant and both being attracted to two menu items and sharing it is so prevalent it's, it's, it happens probably like 80 90 percent of the time i love that you guys brought that up because it's definitely like relatable i mean look it's at us truly a huge pro because it really does enhance your um experience and exposure to food yep yeah yes then it, yeah you get to eat more food it's just it's a win. Celia, you know how I don't like lemon in things? Yeah. But if Celia, if I, this is like an example for like a party and there's like a dessert thing and she'll try something and she'll be like, Abby, this has lemon in it. You won't like it. Oh, yeah. No, Liz and Maria, you guys talked about this too. Like, oh, you try yes. this and tell me if I'll like it. I taste right. test pastries for Abby to see if they have <laughs> lemon in them. Because I, I despise I despise lemon in all baked goods and in most other things as well. Celia Celia won't eat pineapple or kiwi or mango. Yeah. So she, I'll, Abby eats I'll mine. Like, I'll eat it for her, or I'll tell her like you won't like this. Wait, Celia, you don't like mangoes? No, I I know I get so much hate for it. It's really <laughs> a texture thing. <laughs> honestly it's okay because friends hang out with you they'll be like heck yeah i'll take the mango so yeah uh, okay that's that's really funny though yeah yeah in the episode i did mention how i try things for maria maria used to be a lot more pickier than me but now i feel like you're not that picky you definitely like mushrooms less so like there's a lot of russian dishes that have mushrooms so maria will like eat around the mushrooms sometimes eat it but eat around them. Usually eat around. We usually eat around. Okay, I was trying to give you credit there. Um, but, <laughs> but, but I like mushrooms now more. But I feel like when there's always a mystery thing, like especially when there's like a, a mystery filling, because like, yeah, desserts are like, oh, that's a gamble, especially if you don't like lemon or you have this huge aversion to lemon because mm-hmm. lemon is utilized in dessert. I never realized that. But yeah, if I hated lemon, it'd be kind of tough because so you don't like like a do you like key lime pie? No. Oh, I love key lime pie. <laughs> it's okay no judgment guys so we really enjoyed having you guys on the podcast and you sharing so much about your unique twinship and we were able to draw some parallels between the four of us is there anything you want to bring up or do you have any final remarks you know before we say goodbye sadly well i was just thinking about the the, the twin convention in ohio I don't really know yeah, like, why it came. To- no, yes, I, I wanted to go. go. I wanted to go this summer, but obviously, like COVID, so no. But when when we when it's back on, it's one of my top like top of my list to go to that twin convention. I think it would be like really creepy um, to see so many <laughs> sets of twins, but also really cool. 
Yes. Isn't it like in a twin something Ohio? The city has yes. twin. Yes. It's, I don't, yeah. The name of the city has, I don't, twin in it. Um, I forget exactly what it is, but. Maria's Googling now. But, okay, guys, that is brilliant. We want to go ourselves, so we Maybe should we collaborate. Should, we should go together. We I should go be so yes. We could be roommates. We could figure it out. Oh, yes. It's in Twinsburg, Ohio. <laughs> oh, of course it is. Where, where else would it be? <laughs> well, okay. That is amazing. Okay, yeah. We definitely need to go to the Twins convention. Yeah. Oh, COVID. It's on National Twins Day. We've never celebrated National Twins and Day. And we love holidays. Yeah, what is what up? The- I didn't even know National. I mean, I know National like Sibling Day, but I didn't know National Twin Day was a thing. So, Apparently, it's the seventh, eighth, and ninth because that's when the convention is. <laughs> we get a I whole don't know. long weekend. We get so, a weekend. Oh my gosh! I wonder if it changes every year based yeah, actually, on the Friday, Saturday, so maybe Sunday. Maybe it's not a national holiday. <laughs> That'd be cool, though. Oh gosh! Thank you for you. Sh- you guys sharing that and enlightening yeah. us about that. It's been so wonderful meeting you guys, y'all identical twins, because we don't meet a whole lot of people like all of us, which is so cool. And as I was mentioning in previous podcasts, I think that me and Liz are not 100% sure if we are identical, but because people think, see us as identical, I we basically we identify are. as identical twins. Because we look alike. We look very alike. Also, who knows? Maybe we're not part of the cool percent, but we'll see we'll one get, day. We'll get tested and let you know, you know, after the, <laughs> the, the Roma stuff. Um, but yeah guys thank you so much for joining the podcast um, I had so much fun yeah thank you so much yeah of course guys we'll definitely try to like, interview guys again because it's twins tonight you guys are basically already co-owners of this podcast yes. <laughs> love the twinship okay guys you all have a wonderful rest of your day evening year week month existence we'll talk you as we'll well talk.